Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man always gets his way. All right, this is episode five of the Free Money Podcast. Drew, I believe it's episode five. Is that right? Sounds good to me. I cannot. Yes, I am in Owensboro at a hotel here, and I am very worried about the internet. So, Drew, if for some reason the internet goes away and I'm not able to do this, I'll just have you and Jay and Lyndon. You guys have the ability to make everybody entertaining. And if I fall away, I fall away. You, you can handle it if that happens, right? Well, you know me and my interactions with Jay and Lyndon, I like to keep them brief and keep it moving. But I think in this circumstance, I will gladly keep it going with Jay and Lyndon if we need to. That's true. You don't, I mean, you, it, there is a lot of anger or sort of a lot of, you know, discuss between the two of you but uh, hopefully we could make it work before we bring uh, our our guests on here drew you have been off the radio all week and a lot of people are worried about you like is he okay like i get all these messages like is drew what is happening to him have you have you fired him has he been kidnapped just let everybody know that you're okay i'm okay i'm alive watch my braves uh, I was working hard on the Kroger Game of the Week high school preview today, but I will be in uh, Owensboro tomorrow for that game with you all. So I like I'm that you good. had a lot of Owensboro, Owensboro Catholic info. Will you at least eat at Moonlight with me tomorrow? Oh, of course. I mean, I, I am excited to go to the show there, but Moonlight is what's driving me to Owensboro in the morning, uh, if we're being real here. Well, that and your job to be here too that's but probably my brain is on the barbecue <laughs> yeah well um this is the second podcast today going up with me the first was with andrew yang uh i don't know if you saw when i did drew the uh the the event with joseph beth tuesday night with chris tomlin the guy at the beginning says you guys this is awesome this is the biggest crowd we've had of one of these events it's it's basically tied for our biggest crowd we've ever had of course when we had silas house and it just made me angry again because Silas House hangs out with you, hangs out with Joseph Beth, will not return my email. But you know, now that uh, we bring guests on to free money, maybe I could trick him into a Zoom and you just be sitting here waiting. You know, be a guest <laughs> okay, all right. That's what we're doing next week. It is your job to have our special guest. We won't even do a contest. It's your job to get Silas House as our special guest. Do you think you could make that happen? I mean, I will give it my best shot. It appears to have some beef with you, but I will do my best. Silas House, you, I want you on free money. And if you all know Silas House, contact him and say that when Drew asks him for bourbon, it's actually going to be for the free money podcast. I don't even know if he's a sports fan, but we could try, Drew. Well, it'll be like, you know, you uh, uh, got the Jay-Z tickets in Vegas. I got to meet Jay-Z. I will set you up with Silas House, and I will not take a picture and ruin the moment for you. <laughs> have, you've really never forgiven me for that, no, have you? I haven't. 
Well, what are you going to do? I don't think our relationship with Wes has ever been the same either since then. I think pretty much, I think that picture ruined everything. All right, Jay and Lyndon is uh, is here as well. Jay, um, you know, people are really liking what you bring to this, this podcast. You bring food recommendations. Um, I'm going to require you every week to give another place in Louisville for people to go eat. You gave to go sushi. I get a message on the text machine every few days about how people go there. Do you have another one? Oh yeah, I could ride my bike there. Starving artist. Star I feel like I've been there. Where is that? Right across the street from <laughs> To Go Sushi. <laughs> what kind of food is starving artist? So it's only open for lunch. They only take cash. Okay, I like places. Um, like that. And all the sandwiches are named after artists. Like there's like the Michelangelo and and all this. So. But the, it's really, really good. I've, I know I've been there, but I don't remember. Because I remember the name and I remember that premise, but I just can't think of why I would have been in Linden to go there. But that sounds good. So, But it's only open for lunch? Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, Starving Artist and To Go Sushi are your so far your uh, free money recommendations. Um and I like this. This is the designated survivor episode. So if your internet goes down, I move up into the number two chair of free money. I'm liking this. You're like that dude that was the Department of Energy guy the, with the weird hair a few years ago. That's right. Um, all right. So if you remember last week, we said whoever gave uh, Ryan his nickname. His name was Ryan, wasn't it? Yes. Was, yes. It was. Uh, and, and still is. And the guy, the winner was Goldferg, and the person that gave him that name was Bradley Young, who is from Bowling Green. He's actually on vacation. You're giving me like seasickness because you will not keep your camera steady. But nevertheless, uh, thank you for coming on here with us, Bradley. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am on fall break in Seaside, and I'm using my iPhone because the Wi-Fi doesn't work up here, and there's a bunch of people in the house. But yeah, I'm from Bowling Green. Um, I'm actually... I live in Bowling Green. I'm from Owensboro. So it's like the two week high school game of the week is like, you know, my week's here. So it's great. But thanks for having me. Where should I eat downtown tonight? If I, if I've The one place everybody suggests that feta place, I've already eaten there. So, I, and it was fine, but I want to try something uh, else. Where should I go? Do you, if you like seafood, I suggest Lure. If not, uh, there's a, Isn't that in the hotel though? Isn't that in the yeah, hotel? It's got outside seating and everything. But there's also a place called Bistro downtown. Uh, that's really good. And if you want okay. Mexican, there's a uh, uh, Don Mario's, I think it's called. It's got like awesome street tacos. So downtown Owens World. Oh, that's right across the street from me. I might yeah, used to go there. I like that. Bistro is right beside All right, good Don deal. Mario. So. All right. Um, so let's get started. Last week, Drew, I crushed it. Let's just be honest. I went 13 and six, um, which was just amazing. Um, and you guys kind of all went about 500. I think you were like, what, what was he, Jay, like eight and eight or something? Or what was he? I think we were like both eight and okay. 10. So, I mean, like you need to step it up this week, Drew. I can't keep carrying this whole thing forever. You're going to have to make some, some good, good picks. Uh, listen, eight and 10 is great compared to what I did in my real life betting. I don't always bet everything we do here. I was like, one for nine uh, with my actual money. So I'll take eight and 10, but hopefully we turn both scenarios around this week. And I think I'm ready. I did a lot, was, of, a lot of research. It was my second best day of betting since COVID, since that day I crushed it at Keeneland. I mean, I, the, the Tennessee, Missouri thing, 
Alabama first half, like those things all hit. And I, I went, I went, Tennessee, Missouri, I basically bet a decent part of, of my retirement on. And thankfully, Tennessee did it. And I have a similar game this week that I feel as strongly about. Um, which we will, I'm sure, get to. So, Jay, let's get started. Uh, the four-star lock of the week for Phil, which he is now three and one on, uh, is Texas and Oklahoma. What is the spread for Texas-Oklahoma? The spread is Oklahoma favored by two and a half. Texas has been a double-digit favorite in the first two games and is not covered. Okay. Phil Steele is going Texas by six. His four-star lock of the week is he is going Texas. I do not make locks of the week. The Falcons or Texas ever, ever, ever drew Oklahoma or Texas. I feel like we start the show with this every week, but I will never give Texas a dollar. Uh, even if I, I like Texas' scenario, I won't do it. And uh, I'm not going to do it now. I'm going Oklahoma, and this is one I might actually bet, too. I just haven't been impressed by Texas so far. I am shocked that this is his four-star lock of the week. How could you feel that strongly, Drew, about Texas? Like, Texas is so disappointing at everything. How could you feel that strongly? And they're the most disappointing when you build them up the highest. Like, oh, I don't know, make them your four-star play of the week. So I would say uh, they lose big this week, all because Phil still put that pressure on them. Yeah, Oklahoma, are they – they're 0-2, right? Are they 1-2? Like, I mean, neither neither team you should have confidence in whatsoever, but I'm, I just think Texas is trash. So, I mean, Oklahoma has lost oh. to Kansas State and Iowa State. Have they won any games? They won one. They're 1-2. and 1-2. Right, both, both teams are 1-2 against the spread. I'm taking Oklahoma because, you know, I guess you got to pick one and I ain't picking Texas. Uh, what do you got there, Brad? Uh, you can call me Brad, but Texas, Oklahoma. Well, I'm gonna call. I, I want to call you Bradley. Do I have to call you? Brad? I mean, you can call me either. Both Bradley is my name, so it's fitting. Uh, Oklahoma lost that. <laughs> Everybody thought it was a fluke to Kansas State, but then they lost again. They ain't. They ain't gonna win. Texas. I may just call you a different name every time. Like I may just call Pearl. you Luke next time. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jay. What do you? Jay, what do you got? And what's next? This is my Drew, Jay, and Lyndon come together pick. I'm big Oklahoma here. I really like Oklahoma. I do too. I, I do too. I, I don't. I, I. I mean, I've always thought Phil Steele was crazy, but I don't know how you make this your four star lock of the week. I'm taking Oklahoma. All right, what's next? Next, we have South Carolina at Vanderbilt. South Carolina is currently a 13 point favorite. So Phil has South Carolina as his three star pick of the week, saying South Carolina by 20. Uh, so, I, I really like South Carolina here. I mean, I'm not – I don't think I'm going to, like, throw my entire life on it. But I think I'll put a pretty decent wager on South Carolina here. You know, Vandy actually has a decent record against South Carolina over the years. But I, I think South Carolina is pretty good. I think Vandy's bad and is still riding the wave of the one good game they played that first week. So, I'm going to take South Carolina. Drew, what do you got? I'm going to join you. Uh, both these teams are winless. The difference is Vanderbilt. I mean, there's no real expectations, so it's not like there's pressure to turn it around, whereas Muschamp's been on the hot seat really a couple of years now, and he has to show up against Vander. He might not finish the year, even with the COVID season going on. So I think it's kind of a must win for South Carolina, whereas Vandy, it's like, eh, it's, it's another game. So I, I think South Carolina tries to, to put up a lot of points and win big here, and they'll cover the spread. 
Yeah, this is a get your ass fired game if you lose, if you're Will Muschamp, sort of. Uh, so I think they win. I I would put a decent amount on it. Bradley, what are you adding? Uh, definitely South Carolina. I mean, they're playing Vandy. So South Carolina. They're not getting <laughs> very simple analysis. They're playing Vandy. Uh, and that's what uh, that's what where Brad goes. Jay, what do you got? And what's next? I'm going to roll with you all with South Carolina, but I think the bet of the my bet of the week here is the first half under 21 and a half. Take the under there. First half under. I like that. I think that's a good play. I mean, Vandy's not scoring in the first half. Is South Carolina scoring 21, Drew? Yeah, I think Muschamp really needs to put up a good performance here. So, I, I wouldn't count them out. I, I think they're really going to come out aggressive and try to run Vanderbilt out of this one to make a statement. I did really – All right, what's next? 21 is still a lot. I did really bad last yep. week, but Jay and Lyndon's first half picks of Alabama and I don't remember the other one, but I did a parlay with those and one. And uh, so – I'm rolling all in on Jay and Lyndon's first half pick. You cannot trust you cannot trust Jay and Lyndon for two halves, but for one half, the guy's there. That's the thing you have to remember. He is good for one half. What do you got next, Jay? It was LSU Alabama, by the way, the first half special last week. Next game, Kansas State at TCU. TCU's a eight point eight and a half point favorite. Phil's got TCU by twenty three which is a huge TCU. He has TCU as his second three-star pick of the week. I'm not sure I can remember the last time I watched a TCU game. I remember one time when I went to ESPN, I was in my hotel room on the Saturday night before they were playing Ohio State. Do you remember that game? And each team scored like 75 points back and forth against each other. And I remember, so I call this my sad night in Bristol being nervous about the show tomorrow uh, game. And that's what I think of when I think of TCU. But I think they'll cover the eight and a half. Kansas State, I don't think is good at all. Somehow they beat Oklahoma. And I think this is going to be one of those things that because they beat Oklahoma for the rest of the year, they'll get too many points. And I think that's true here too. So I'll take TCU. Yeah, I think Kansas State also, they have like a good quarterback situation. He's kind of Willie won't he play right now, or I could have made that up, but it seems how like would you like, How would you know that? Like, you like know, what, are you getting Kansas State quarterback updates? Like, how do you, how in the world could you know that? ESPN background noise while I'm working, I don't know. Or I could so tell me, what is the Kansas State quarterback's name? Uh, injury Sam. <laughs> so, Injury I, Sam I, I may or may not play. Michael Beasley. Okay, I, I know they don't know who's playing just yet. So, with that in mind and not having faith in them anyway, I'll go TCU also. Well, I would hate for them not to know who's playing since you wouldn't know if it was the right guy or not that's playing. But, nevertheless, uh, you're taking TCU as well. All right, what do you have, uh, Brad? Uh, I have no clue, but I'll go with TCU. <laughs> I like that answer. Jay? I'm going to take the eight and a half and roll with Kansas State there. Oh, the contrarian play from Mr. Uh, Starving Artist. I like that. You said you're going to go see your kids this weekend in college. Is that right? We're going to, yeah, we're, my wife and I are going to the game. It's actually, Monday was my 24th wedding anniversary, man. Oh, Happy that's anniversary. Really, that's really sweet. Happy anniversary. Thanks, what did you do? Did you, what, 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 what is the gift for 24? Is it like 10? <laughs> like, what is the thing you're supposed to Finger get? Finger Junior Jersey. Well, we actually we went to my son's football game, but uh, we're we're gonna go to Ruby Jeff Ruby's next week. Wait a minute, no, but I mean, isn't there a gift for each year? 
Dude, after you get past like 15, we just like, no, just forget the gifts. Oh, you don't, wait a minute, you don't get any gifts at all? I mean, it depends. I might. Really? This a lot. Like, like what, ha- what happened to? It was like a mutual, it was a mutual agreement. What happened to like romance? Oh, it's a mutual agreement. So like when my parents one year for Christmas decided not to get each other gifts, but make donation to the steeple fund at the church. And I was like, that's the least romantic thing I've ever heard. You are giving donations to the steeple fund for Christmas. And they were like, but it's good for the church. And I was like, but it's not good for life. That's what you all are. Do you even give it to the steeple fund or are you just giving it to nothing, Jay? Nothing, Jay. All right. The 24th anniversary, I just looked it up. The theme is stone. Y'all should get real stoned and go to Jeff Ruby's. <laughs> Shout out to Marvin. What do you think, Jay? You're going to get stoned and go to Jeff Ruby's? Stone Temple Pilots. Seat. There it there is. I'm gonna get there it is. All right. What's next? Next, we have North Carolina State and Virginia. Virginia's an eight-point favorite. All right. So, Virginia's an eight-point favorite. I like North Carolina State. I rolled with them last week. Uh, they won. They've only, I think, played one game, so they're not tired. They're excited. Virginia is is playing off that one, you know, they had a decent year. I, I think North Carolina State could win the game, but I'll pick them to cover. Phil has them covering as well as his two-star. I'm taking the pack. What do you got? Uh, this is a game I did not even consider because I didn't think Jay and Lennon would put it on the table. But if uh, you said Phil's got NC State over Virginia, then I will gladly take Virginia just to be opposite of Phil. That's a terrible pick. I mean, how are you going to – you think Virginia's going to cover eight? I mean, I could, I could make up something about Virginia, but it, I'll just tell you that I know nothing about Virginia and I'm going against Phil. Brad, are you at a construction site? What is happening? Uh, something's going there? on, like a hurricane's coming through or something. But – Virginia's going to cover. North Carolina State hasn't been relevant since uh, Julius Hodge got hit in the midsection by Chris Paul. So uh, Virginia's going to beat him by at least 14. Julius Hodge was one of my favorite random college players of all time. Like, I, I, I genuinely was a huge Julius Hodge fan. I have I, I, not thought of him since he left college, but he was a really good college player. Jay, what do you got? I'm going with the NC State there. I think I, I, I will almost be inclined to take the money line on that game. Me too. I like, I, I like it. NC State that I do much. too. NC State. That's going to be my sneaky leaky pick. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and hit it. Mississippi State at Kentucky. Um, the lot right now, it started at three. Um, it's at two. I've seen it as low as one and a half. It means the money's going on the cats. I looked this up to see if y'all can guess this. Kentucky is top and these are positive categories what two categories are we top in the ncaa on and there's one that we're second positive categories hunting hunting uh, rushing not rushing we're up there but we're not one we're number one in third down conversion is that right third down conversion wow what's the and we're second in time of possession see i mean that's that's amazing. If you control those two categories, you should be very good. And it's just not uh, happening for us. Now, but here's the deal. We're, we're tied for last in turnover margin. Well, I mean, we have, no, we have none, so that would be uh, – um, all right, so Kentucky – Phil's got Kentucky by 10. 
I mean, I've been wrong. I picked Kentucky both times and hadn't worked out. I'm going to pick Kentucky again. I mean, I think we're going to win the game. So, you know, got to pick the Cats. But if we don't win this one, I am not looking forward to the rest of the season. Uh, Drew, what do you got? Uh, like everyone else, I've been incredibly wrong about Kentucky so far this year. But I, I do believe in them this game. Uh, it's, it's a must win for, for Mark Stoops. I mean, as we all know, being fans and following the program for years, the fans will completely check out if they go 0-3 with two of the most winnable games on the schedule already being losses. It's also I've seen a pretty trendy pick nationally for the gamblers. I think Kentucky gets gets it done. This is a, this is a pretty low spread. I might bet this one aggressively. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're just looking at it from a numbers perspective, this should be a Kentucky win, you know, pretty pretty strongly. But we'll see. What do you Especially, got, Brad? Well, quickly, if it rains too, then hammer Kentucky because that will completely uh, shut down the air raid as well and uh, benefit Kentucky's favor with the run game. So watch the forecast too. Brett, uh, the rain's a good factor, but I mean, I love Kentucky, but Mike Leach uh, and our pass defense is in a great combination. So unless we got big rain, I'm going Mississippi State, despite my love for the Cats. Wow, we can't stop anybody. You know, Mike Leach Ole Miss is throwing up. Like, I think we are. I think our fans have way too much love for Mike Leach. Like we act like Mike Leach is Nick Saban, and Mike Leach is Mike Leach. He's, he does the same thing all the time. He will beat you occasionally but he will disappoint you in the long run. And I think nothing would be a more Mike Leach season than beat LSU on the road than lose to Arkansas and Kentucky. Like that is, Jay, Mike Leach to a T. I, I don't – you know, is any outcome out of the question? No, there's not any outcome. I mean, we, that, that's the thing I worry about. There's nothing uh, – I have to think – we've doubted Stoops before early season, and he's delivered, I'm going to roll with Stoops. But we know I don't take that game, so I'm staying away. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. There could be any result to this game, and it wouldn't shock me. Any result. It, like, we could lose by 20. We could win by 20, and I wouldn't be shocked. What's next? Next game, uh, we've got Florida at Texas A&M. Two teams going totally different directions. Right now, Florida's six and a half. The Kyle show. Kyle Trask has 10 TDs through two games. Kyle Pitts, the receiver, has six TDs through two games. The most receiving TDs a Florida receiver had all last year was seven. Um, we know about Jimbo Fisher's $75 million contract. What do you all think here? For reasons that I don't know, I had to spend like an hour on ESPN radio talking about Jimbo Fisher. I don't know why that was a conversation we had, but we did. I think Florida's good, so I'm going to take Florida to cover. I really like the uh, putting this as a tease just for Florida to win. Um, Phil's only got Florida by two. I don't really get that. I, I, I think Flo you know Kellen Mond is a good player, but he's I, I, I'm taking Florida. I think Florida wins this. This is one that gets a score that's like an eye-opening Florida win, and people go, "Man, the Gators are for real." I'm going to go against you. Take Texas A&M. Uh, especially if I can get it at a, at a touchdown at seven. It's kind of been fluctuating. But uh, Texas A&M's been bad. I, I don't think they're going to be, you know, the team anyone expected. But I think they're a little better than what they've shown so far. And I think Florida's kind of taking advantage of some bad defenses. So I think this will be a close game. Florida will win. But if I can get seven points, I'm taking uh, A&M at home. Brad? Uh, Florida's going to, in my opinion, Florida's going to crush them. So Florida. I do too. I think Drew's thinking too much. By the way, I like when I make Drew laugh with the stupid names for the picks. 
like he he giggles when I say like leaky deaky pick or whatever that for some reason you have like when it comes to that sort of a childish sense of humor and I appreciate that well I mean everybody's got their flashy bombastic whatever I like the freaky deaky tickle your elbow teasers whatever you want to call I think that's right Jay you know I'm actually this is one of those games that I think Texas A&M doesn't have any business being in the game but they're going to find a way to do it. Florida's going to be looking ahead a little to LSU next weekend. So I think Florida might win on a field goal or something, but I'm going to take Texas A&M there. All right. Well, you all be wrong as wrong as you want. What's next? Next game, we had Arkansas at Auburn. Uh, 13, 13 and a half for Auburn. And I just wrote down, how good is Arkansas? How good is Auburn? I don't even know if we know. Yeah, it's hard to know. I think Auburn's pretty good. I think Georgia just had their number. I, Arkansas has been better than I thought. 13 and a half is a good number. I think Auburn – I'm going to take Auburn, but I don't feel good about it. I would never bet this for real, but I'm going to take Auburn. But I, it could go either way for me. What do you got? I wouldn't put real money on this either because we're still kind of, as you all both mentioned, not really sold on what Auburn is. But, I mean, that was, what, Arkansas's first win in like 20 SEC games – Auburn's pretty desperate for a rebound here. I think uh, Auburn covers the 13 and a half. Auburn's, by the way, Arkansas's coach looks like a Republican county sheriff. Like he's got a really big belly and he looks like he probably loses his temper, but he also has a heart of gold. So I I feel like every county I visited in Kentucky on my Mitch Please tour when they'd be like, hey, the Republican sheriff, he's not in – he doesn't want to be quoted in the book, but he'd like to meet you. I feel like that was the Arkansas coach in every single county I went to. But, uh, Brad, what do you have? Uh, for my notes, I have iffy. Um, but if I had to pick, I would pick Auburn. I don't uh, I don't know, though. I would go Auburn. It's my pick. But All right, there you go. Iffy for Auburn. So none of us feel com- confident about it. Jay, do you? I don't feel confident I'm going to go with Auburn just because I think they have to win. And, um, you know, Arkansas did win last week. So they're They're done for the year. They've won their one game. They can can mail it in. All right, what's next? Next game we have is Alabama at Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Um, It's at 23 and a half right now. Does Saban keep up his 20 and 0 against former assistants? I mean, 23 is a lot. I I had no idea what the spread was, so I thought it was going to be 14 or 15, but I can't go with 23. I mean, Lane Kiffin's going to put up some points. Um, Now, Lane Kiffin did call Saban a senior citizen, and if you watch the press conference, he didn't seem to like it too much. Um, You know, Phil's got Alabama by 14. I don't think Alabama's going to have any trouble trouble winning this game. Matter of fact, I don't know that it'll ever even be close, but I do think it'll be closer than 23. So that's why I'm going to take Ole Miss to, to cover Drew. I'm torn on this one because Nick Saban seems to genuinely hate Lane Kiffin. I mean, he would chew him out on the sidelines. Remember Lane Kiffin missed the bus? Yeah. He was, like, beating on the door, and Lane, uh, Saban's told to keep driving. He missed a plane. I think he's going to really want to come out and kill him, but 23 and a half is so much, especially – I don't even know. Isn't there going to be a hurricane going on? Well, they moved the game time up from the night to the day – They've changed my radio show around it because they – I was so now my radio times are different, and it was because they've changed it for the hurricane. So, Well, I think Alabama will have no problem scoring. Saban will try to run it up, but I think Kiffin will be able to hang up enough to keep covering the 23-and-a-half. So Alabama wins by three touchdowns but doesn't cover for me. 
Brad, is it possible for you to have more things happening while this goes on? Like you're like you're walking around. I think you're doing yard work. You just opened up a brew. <laughs> like, is there like I mean, is there? Well, you got a lot going on. My bad, my bad. Uh, That's okay. I was just opening one up to celebrate this outrageous victory that Alabama is going to pour on Ole Miss because uh, he hates Lane Kiffin so bad. They're going to beat him by forty. Uh, Alabama all. Maybe not 40. That's a, a bit of an exaggeration, but definitely more than 23 and a half. So, Bama. Well, it needs to be close to 40 if you're going to cover. So, well, it could be 24 so, yeah, and yeah. it would still cover, which isn't really that close to 40. But Bama's going to cover. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what this is, but uh, as you know, Alabama in the first half is always the freest money of all time. I would look at the Alabama first half team total here. I don't know what it is. But they're going to come out and score quick. And I don't know what Kiffin will do. I don't know how Ole Miss will respond. But Alabama will get their points. Right and down. whatever whatever Kiffin does will be quick, right, because they pass. And, and so, yeah, I, I like that as well, depending on what it is. Jay? First quarter over under Drew, 14 and a half. I would go over because I think they're going to be shooting at the beginning of this. But I'd actually take Ole Miss here as the bet because I think Lane Kiffin is aware aware of the spread and he's going to want to beat the spread. I guarantee you, he's aware of the spread. Like he's he's aware of when Rush Week is at at Alabama. Like he's aware of any sort of decadent uh, fact about the game. So I'm certain that he he knows. What's next? Big SEC game: Tennessee at Georgia. Right now, it's uh it's at twelve and a half. Um, you, Georgia beat Tennessee last year by 29. Yeah, I like Tennessee to cover this, actually. Um, I actually think they have a shot at winning it. I don't think they will. But I, I, re- I really like them. to. Co- I think this game will be close. Um, I, you know, Tennessee every year, even when they suck, would play like one power very close and sometimes beat them. I think they beat Auburn last year. Uh, they played Alabama a couple of years ago down to the wire, and Alabama was great and they were awful. I feel like that's going to happen here. So I'm going to take Tennessee to cover, but not win. What do you have, Drew? I'm, I'm pretty conflicted. Georgia's – both their offensive and defensive lines absolutely abused Auburn, and I think they're going to do that against Tennessee again. Probably be Georgia run, run, run. But I kind of think Tennessee might hang around a little bit and cover the spread. I, I don't think Tennessee can win it. I think I heard – or didn't think. I heard a stat today that they've lost 33 straight against top 10 teams which is a record nationally, uh, that will be 34 soon. But I think the Vols will cover with a confidence level of one out of five. That's a record nationally. When's the last time we beat a top 10 team? Is it LSU? It's not LSU, is it? Is it Louisville one of the years? No, is it the Lamar Louisville year? I bet they were in the top 10. Well, what was was Florida uh, just a few years ago? They might have been top 10 too. So, yeah, maybe we have won a couple. All right, Brad, what do you got? Um, I would pick Georgia. Uh, Tennessee, my friend, I have a friend who's a Tennessee fan, and he said they're better than Bama because they beat Missouri by more than Alabama did. So, I hate Tennessee. So, Georgia, 12 and a half. They're going to beat them by at least 14. This is one of those games I would bet on Tennessee just because if I'm wrong, I'll still be happy because they'll be whining and I can listen to Tony Basilio's ridiculous. By the way, Tony Basilio, just for the record, I meant to talk about this on the air. I may do that tomorrow. He got all of his people, Drew, to listen to my post-game show after we lost Ole Miss thinking like I was going to break down and be crazy. So there were a ton of Tennessee fans listening and commenting. I couldn't figure out why. 
And they were very disappointed because, oh, I don't know, I'm a rational human being and I didn't come on there and like start threatening to murder people like they do. And uh, it just further confirmed why I think Tennessee fans are the worst. I, I don't know, can't even think of a time. I mean, you've been critical, but you don't lose your mind like uh, I've seen him do live on air. And um, you're mostly just post game taking calls and getting their reactions, responding to them. So, I'm yeah, sure I mean, I'm, I, I talk, I, I give my opinion for like 10 minutes and then I just let people talk because, like, I've been sad. Like, I was really sad after we lost to Wisconsin. But at the end of the day, I mean, these are children playing a game. Like, I, I'm, we, you know, the biggest problem for me in a lot of ways is if we lose a lot, then what do we talk about? That's really the biggest issue. But anyway, Jay, what do you got? The over-under here is 43, which is, you know, the lowest of all the SEC games. I would stay away from this game. But I really think Georgia's really good, and I'm going to take Georgia's because I think they're really good. Last SEC game, Missouri at LSU. The game's been moved to Missouri. It's 20 and a half. Hmm. Yeah, I would not bet on this one. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm going to take LSU to cover. I don't like it, but I feel like LSU destroyed Vandy. By the way, the SEC gave LSU the easiest start ever, and they already blew it. But um, I, they destroyed Vandy. I think Missouri's as bad as Vandy, so I'll take LSU to uh, cover. Phil still has, by the way, LSU only by eight. So go ahead. What do you got? Uh, I think Missouri is awful, even worse than we all expected. Is, is vacation Brad okay over there? Brad, are you being attacked by dogs? No. Are you underwater? What is happening? I was pulling up. The, I had the spread at 13 and a half, so I was looking to see because I was like, I'm about to go bet on this right now if I can get it at 13 and a half, and now it's 20. But that's all. Okay. All right. All right go ahead, Drew. Vacation Brad, don't let our podcast interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I. I think the confusion of this game getting moved around, LSU still being shaky. I think they win, but don't cover. Missouri somehow ekes out of cover here. Yeah, this is a tough one. I I don't I totally understand a Missouri pick here. What do you have, uh, Brad? Uh well, like I said, I on mybookie.com, I had LSU at 13 and a half earlier today when I was jotting down my notes. That is that right? That I would bounce on LSU at that. If it's 20, uh, that's a little more iffy. Uh I mean, I think LSU will win by 14 to 17 points. So, if it's 20 and a half, then maybe Missouri. I wouldn't bet it. But if it's 13 and a half, I would bet money on LSU. So, that hey, that could be right. This game was um, – this was the original spread. The game was taken off the board on two sites yeah. that I look at. So, that it's, it's possible. So, LSU – here's what when I was lounging LSU by the pool, I looked at the spreads earlier today, and that's what I got. So – well, LSU opened at 20. It is now 13 and a half. So I'll tell you what, let's do it at 13 and a half. I'm still, I'm now definitely taking LSU. What are you doing, Drew? I am flipping if it's that low. Okay. So we're, so now we're both taking LSU. Jay, what do you got? I'm all LSU and I'm all LSU first half again. You talk about LSU schedule. Think of what Missouri's had. They started with Bama, Tennessee, and then they get LSU. They can't wait for their next week's game, which is Vandy. That is an unbelievable start to the year. That just goes to show you, they, the SEC hates Missouri. They're like, why did we take them? They're not in the South. Pat Forty went there. Like, there's no reason for them to be in the league. All right, I'll tell you what, Jay, let's do two more games, and then we'll go to the pros. Louisville at Georgia Tech, uh, Friday night game. 
Uh, the spread started five and a half. It's at four and a half right now. Where, where's the game? Is it at Georgia Tech? Yep. Yes. Yeah, this is tough. I mean, I don't think either of these teams are good. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm going to take Louisville just because I think they're more athletic. I, every time I see Georgia Tech play, I feel like they're always a step behind. Their biggest signature is they beat a Florida State team that now looks to be absolutely dreadful. So uh, I think I'll take Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville's the favorite, you're saying, right, Jay? All right, yes. so yeah, I'll take yes. Louisville to cover the four and a half. What do you got, Drew? I'm down on Louisville more than anyone in the planet on the planet, but I, I'll take them here against Georgia Tech. Uh, from what I've seen, Georgia Tech has just turned over nonstop since beating Florida State. Uh, I do like uh, Louisville's playmakers to put up points. I just have to know, how does pro football focus keep ranking Louisville's offensive line as one of the best in the country? I don't know. They watch their games, and they do not – they get pushed around every time. That's a great point. It makes me wonder about the whole ranking. They, like, their ranking system, I give, I give a lot of credit to. But, you know, I mean, I like Josh Ali as much as the next guy. But the number one receiver in the country, I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, Brad, what's up? Um, I wouldn't put money on it, but I would, despite my hatred towards Louisville, probably pick them to cover. Because Georgia Tech is not good. Neither is Louisville. But. All right, Jay. Here's one of those deceptive stats. Louisville has never beaten Georgia Tech. Really? But they've only played them once. They've only played oh. them once. <laughs> but what a game that was. Um, All right, what's the next one? Louisville has to win this game because they play Notre Dame next week and they don't want to start off one and one and four. So, so they're one I, and I'm, two I, right I, now. I would, okay, gotcha. Last college game, Miami of Florida at Clemson. Clemson's a 14-point Yeah, favorite. I like Clemson big. This is my lock of the week. I like Miami as much as the next guy, but Clemson wins these games and then they like – you know, throw things at people on the way to the bus. So uh, this is going to be my pick of the week. My uh, Dabo doesn't even know that there's a pandemic going on pick of the week. Um, and I'm taking Clemson big. And I do not like Dabo Sweeney. I mean, I just, just everything. Well, I mean, did you hear him today? Did you hear his stupid comment today where he was asked about why he was like, you know, they're making us take election day off. I don't understand that. Why would they do that? It's election. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like, because they want them to vote, Dabo. I, I, he is just a goober face. Nevertheless, I'm taking Clemson. Well, what a coincidence. This is also my play of the week, but I'm going with the U because the oh, really? And 14 points is too many. Clemson so score on the Citadel in the second half. So your play of the week is the same as mine, but in the opposite direction. Let's do it. All right, we'll see I'm who's right. You. Give me the turnover chain. And I, you know, for me to pick Dabo, I got to believe in it because I would rather root for herpes than root for Dabo Sweeney. And yet, nevertheless, uh, I'm, I'm taking him because they're going to win. Go ahead, Brad. What do you got? Um, I would pick Clemson to cover. I like the big teams to cover by a lot of points because they want to win by a lot to help with it final four thing so clemson to cover all right what about uh what about you jay i'm rolling with drew i like miami here really? i like this friendship we're forming here jay to the podcast i think jay's just doing it because he uh he knows how much he hurt you a long time ago can we do the w it's time for my booking no, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, what's the sports spread of western do we western know western is playing marshall at home marshall is seven and a half point favorite at Western. 
I take Marshall. What do you take, Drew? Go Hilltoppers. What do you got, Brad? I assume you're going to take the Hilltoppers. No, Marshall. Western sucks this year. I love them, but they're not doing good. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so you took Western so you can rag on them. Okay, Jay, like what do you have? You know, since he took my bet and won last week, I'm going to bet Marshall this week and win. All that. right, there you go. Hey, uh, mybookie.com. Now, a lot of you listen to this go, how, how do we even bet? I don't know. You go to mybookie.com and use the promo code free money and you can make your bets. I've been, Drew, I've been pleased with my, I'd never used my bookie until this year. I would use other sites and I like the interface. I think it's easy to use. Uh, I'm winning so much money. I think they're going to have to give me some money, which is exciting. Uh, do you agree with me on that? That and, you know, this promotion where they double it, it's done at other places, but they do up to a thousand dollars for the big rollers. That that doesn't necessarily get doubled in a lot of places, so their bonus is, uh, seems to be best on. That's exactly right. Up to a thousand dollars you put in, and they'll match it. Think about that for a minute. They'll match it. You do a thousand dollars, then a th and they'll get you up to two thousand dollars. It, it's so good that I can't even get Brad to mute his cell phone when he's not on, so that we don't hear the ocean in the background. It is an amazing thing at mybookie.com mybookie.com but use the promo code free money to get your money doubled so that you can bet with us at mybookie.com i was mute. Just messing I was, with you Brad. i was unmuted because i was going to chime in i've never done actual betting until this and i use mybookie.com and i like it well thank you and i won that. money on the debate well, good. did you shout use out to donald trump not saying uh sleepy joe i won money on that it's about all but, <laughs> I'm sort of surprised I would have bet for him to say it. And I, I, you know, would not do this. There would not be a second debate. And I think he just said there's not going to be a second debate. And I'm so pumped. That's good. All right. Well, that's good. Myboogie.com free promo code is free money. Yeah, Drew, by the way, uh, uh, Trump says he will not do the second debate unless he can like breathe on Joe Biden and get him sick and just put him. That's, that's the only way he'll agree to do it, Drew. And if I were on the other side, I would say, stay away from me. I'm not doing yeah. the debate. If you and you know this, I mean, I, by the time people listen to this, it may be known, but Mike Pence, I mean, are you seeing what's happening with Mike Pence? He's canceled all of his events for the next two days. And like, people are kind of like, ah, what's happening with the Pinster? I have a television and I, I saw someone that looked a little unhealthy when I turned it on. Well, I mean, they say pink eye is a, I mean, pink eye is like, is it a symptom of COVID? That and someone farting on your pillow. So if I were him, I'd, I'd plead uh, plead that. Which is which one do you think it was for him? I think you got to put out a statement. Listen, the wife keeps farting on my pillow. I, I don't want to put it out like this, but I, it's not COVID. Do we have enough conversations about how weird the whole thing? I mean, we, we can never talk enough about the fact that his wife will not let him be in the same room with another woman. Like that's that's the strangest thing on earth, isn't it? Yeah, like not even a, a work lunch in public, right? Like you can't yes, be they, alone. They will, they, he will not do a one-on-one -on -one meeting or lunch or anything with a woman. Seems like a, pres a vice president might need to do that from time to time also. Jay, you're a Republican. I can just tell by your face during this, aren't you? Yeah, I can just tell. He had this look like, I like these guys, and I don't want to say anything, but they're talking about Mike Pence and Mother, and I like Mike Pence, and I like Mother, and they need to stop. 
few things we disagree on with politics and, and Dave Ramsey. I can't believe you. That's even crazier to me that you like Dave Ramsey. I can understand Mike Pence and the Republicans. I'll never understand Dave Ramsey. But then again, Drew likes Dave Ramsey. Yeah, Jay, we'll get together. Listen to Dave, and Ram- Dave Ramsey sometime. Hang out. I can't wait when people ask what I did tonight. And I, I'll say it was on a podcast diagnosing people with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this, and I'll drop it. You don't really like Trump, though, do you? I, I, n- not okay. I just wanted to make sure you don't have to I, go into it. I just want. I'm big concerned. I, I did. I did. I just wanted to make sure. All right, let's go to the NFL. What do we got? NFL first game, Indianapolis at Cleveland. Cleveland comes off crushing my Cowboys. I was so upset. Indianapolis is a one and a half point favorite. All right, I'm, I've lost the paper I was looking for with Phil Steele's pick. Indianapolis is a one point favorite. You said it's one and a half. Okay. Well, all right, first of all, I watched, uh, obviously, all of the game against the Bears, and I think Indianapolis is legitimately good. Like, I mean, I, you know, a lot of Kentucky fans have now given up on, uh, on, our, on the Bears because of what happened. But watching the game, I actually think Indianapolis is good. So, I, I don't know. Drew, I'm, I'm a little torn on this. I would say I'm going to go Indianapolis – that's Phil Steele's five-star lock of the week, and he says it could be his play of the month is Indianapolis. He's pretty good. On he's not good at anything really except his plays of the month, and traditionally he's pretty good at it. He's looking at potentially Indianapolis as his play of the month, so I'm going to go with him. I'm taking Indianapolis. What do you got? Yeah, there's a reason this game is almost a pick really. It could go either way. The, the Colts looked so awful defensively against the Jaguars the first week. But in the last three weeks, all wins, I think they've had one of the better defenses in the NFL. So they might have figured something out after a pretty disappointing start. I'll go with the Colts to win this one, even though the Browns looked great last week at Dallas. Yeah, I mean, if you could throw that first week out, Indianapolis looked like one of the best teams in the, in, in the NFL. I mean, you can't throw the first week out. But if you did, you'd feel really good about them. Uh, Brad, what do you got? Um, I would beat the Colts. Did Phil still really say it may be his pick of the month? Like, like how do well, we know? He, 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 he sells the pick of the month. So what he'll do is he'll be like, hey, if you call in, this might be the pick of the month. But, like, he, he, you have to pay, like, $100 for Phil's pick of the month. Well, I'll pick the Colts, my pick of the month, for free. You know you know, what I just realized you look like? I hope. What's the guy's name, Drew, Drew that used to uh, do the SEC games that was from California? Oh, Sean Farnham, yeah. He Sean does. Farnham. Doesn't he look like, Farnham. Doesn't he look wow. like Sean Farnham? He is an extremely good-looking yeah. man like myself, so maybe. But with your sunglasses, it, you don't look at like him except with your sunglasses on. Put them back on. Like right there, does that not? Does he not look like Sean Farnham? Absolutely. That's a great He's call. still on the SEC Network, yeah. right? No, I think, he's, I think he's still with ESPN, but I don't think he does uh, the SEC stuff anymore. What do you got, Jay? You know, I said this last week. I thought Philip Rivers just needed to get his kind of – Get, get into the offense, and uh, I'm, I love Indi- Indianapolis there. All right, good. What's next game? Next game we have is Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by 13 right now. One of my buddies from Dayton, again, wanted me to say that Joe Burrow's 3 0 against the spread as he starts out the year. Bill Steele has his three star play of the day as Cincinnati here, saying Baltimore will only win by four. I'm going to say Cincinnati covers. I don't love it. 
So I wouldn't like get into it and put a lot of yippity dippity on it, but I do think it's good enough that I will take the Bengals to cover. I like watching Joe Burrow. I mean, the Bears are always going to be my team, but I might pick the Bengals up as a second kind of uh, side piece here because I kind of like watching Burrow. Uh, Cincinnati's defense has no chance of slowing down the Ravens, but I, I, I'm going to join the Burrow bandwagon. I think he can put up some points too. Baltimore will win, but I'll take Cincinnati covering here. And I can't believe I'm saying that, putting money behind the Bengals. Yeah, I can't either, but I think it's the right thing to do. Brad, what do you got? Uh, I would pick the Ravens. Lamar, they're... Well, that was short and sweet. I mean, I don't really have a story to go behind it, but go Ravens on that one. <laughs> I noticed once you put your, once you put your uh, sunglasses on, you kind of got cooler. Though. I think You're the Colts. Like, you know what? We all four agreed on the Colts, so maybe that should be the Sean Farnham pick of the week. I like it. We all four and Phil. So the Sean Farnham. So here's what happens. Everyone, <laughs> this is what I need everybody to do. If the Colts cover, I want everyone to at Sean Farnham and just thank him. But don't say why. Okay, I just want this is what I want you to do. If you, I think this would be great, if the Colts cover, we all thank Sean Farnham profusely, Drew. Just like Sean Farnham, I am thank you so much, but no one say why that we all have to agree as a, as a unit that no one will tell Sean Farnham why we're thanking him. Do you like that? I love this. Uh, I know there's a bad apple right now already waiting to ruin it. Don't. This is going to be fun when the Colts cover and we all make money together. We, we, uh, we thank Sean for what he did for us. Jay, I want, I, I'm actually going to send Sean a long note about how thankful I am. I'm going to be like, Sean Farnham, the day you entered my life was a day that I knew greatness was coming. Thank you so much. I think because like, he can't get mad because everybody's saying nice things to him, Jay. I think that's, that's what we do. Love it. And I, I think it's a great game in the NFL to tease. Take Cincinnati plus nineteen. Yeah, I like that. I I, I really like I that. What's next? There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of great uh, NFL games, but the next one, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's seven right now. They're also three 0 against the spread so far this year. Okay, so Phil, Pitt, Pittsburgh had to sit out last week. Roethlisberger says he's very angry at the NFL for because he had such a good rhythm going, and he lost his rhythm because the Titans all went out and played loosey-goosey and got COVID. Um, this will be my cousin Morgan Wallen pick since the Titans all went and made out all weekend and ended up uh, keeping Pittsburgh from playing. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh uh, to cover over the Eagles in the Battle of Pennsylvania. This is one of my favorite NFL picks of the week. I'm going with the Steelers also. Uh, as you said, thanks to my Titans, they got a free bye week, extra time to get ready for the Eagles. And even though the Eagles have a win um, last week, they look like absolute crap in that win. I think they forced a couple turnovers to pull it off. I don't think they're good at all. And the Steelers, uh, I mean, I would take this maybe even into double digits if I, if I had to. I think I'm so confident. By the way, what did you think about what happened to Morgan? I haven't gotten your take on it. That was very predictable. I mean, SNL just came back last week. I mean, yeah. people have been dying to have it back. They're probably doing everything they can to keep it going forward. And, I mean, your boy was all over the place <laughs> in those videos. What do you think of those videos? Were you like, you know, listen, you grow up in Sneedville, Drew. Like, you don't think there's a, that day's ever coming for you. I mean, at Sneedville, the only thing 
that they're really proud of is they have the largest Hardee's in Tennessee. And you come from the largest Hardee's in Tennessee to every sorority girl in Alabama just walking up to you and going, will you kiss me? I mean, like, COVID or not, you can't totally blame the guy, right? Uh, if I were in his shoes, I'm sure I would do the exact same thing. But I would also understand if SNL told me they weren't quite ready for me to come in the building. And I believe he kind of said that as well. So, Did you, you see know, the I video mean, where he was sitting in that dorm room and there were like 35 girls surrounded him and he was just singing to them? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw him make out with about 35 people too. When he was singing, first of all, Morgan has a really good voice. Like he's got, just generally, he's got a good voice. But he was singing, he was like just kind of going, Ugh. like he was, he was like just throwing the twang up. And these girls were like weeping. And I thought, you know, what are you going to do? That's Sneedville. Sneedville well, to. Country needs an outlaw. Like that was kind of an outlawish country rock star thing to do. So you think that's what Waylon Jennings used to do back in the day when he was when he was going? Well, I I I hope uh, I hope he gets to do Saturday Night Live again soon. All right, Brad, what do you got? Uh, Steelers covering definitely. Definitely. I mean, All right. Probably. Do you agree, Jay? I do agree. I feel like Big Ben lost all the weight that Lane Kiffin put on. <laughs> That's a, that's a really good point. You have a daughter that was in college. She out of, she's out of college now. When you see, like, the Morgan Wallen thing, you probably look at it differently with a college-age daughter, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> that's fair to say. Like, it's not, it's not as funny to you, probably. Right. <laughs> I love it. What's next? Like, my man's to-go sushi. That's that's the to-go sushi look. I like it. Minnesota at Seattle. Seattle's a seven-point favorite. Over-under is 57.5. You threw the over-under. you like the over-under, Jay, for some reason? I think I like the under there. Yeah, I do too, it's the highest. It's the highest one uh, all week, the highest total. What would you say? I'm sorry. I, I was focusing on the over-under. What's the spread? Seven. Seattle's I love Seattle seven. here. I think Minnesota's terrible. So uh, I'll take Seattle. This is probably my NFL pick of the day, actually. I'll take Seattle. First of all, I'm teasing the heck out of seven with Seattle. So what was the college game I liked to tease a lot that I said I, I was certain they were going to win? Florida. You said Florida. Florida. Yeah. So Florida. I, a Seattle-Florida tease, I loved her. Uh, even though I picked against Florida and I'm going to pick against Seattle, I don't hate that tease if you can get them both down seven points. But even though the Vikings don't have a good record, they have a very good offense. Seahawks have a good offense too. That's why it's the highest total of the week. I just think this is going to be a shootout. Seattle will win. But if you're going to give me seven points, I'll take them. Brad? Uh, I would definitely pick Seattle. Yeah, it almost seems, Jay, like – Almost seems like a sucker line, like the, the, like like they know something we don't. Seven does not feel like enough for this. If you remember, that was the sucker line last week was the Miami Seattle game, um, and they covered by half a point. Um, I think I'm going to take, I'm going to do a teaser and take the, Seattle by one and take the under in that game as well. So push it, push it up to sixty three. So and a for half. teases, they'll do the same points on over under. Feels yes. like you don't get the same value in that, though. Does it? I've made a lot of money doing the same game spread and total. If you're really confident in a team or hmm. confident what will happen. 
Okay. So you would go over, you'd go under. So you would take it to 63 and take the under. Yeah, yes. I, I like that too. I think that's a good bet. What's next? There's not a lot on here, but let's do this one. Jacksonville at Houston. Oh, Houston one. just got their coach fired. Uh, Houston is six right now. Houston's a six point favorite? Yep. That also seems crazy to me. I like I might pick Jacksonville anyway. I'm taking Jacksonville. You give me six, I get Gardner, Minshew, and you get a team that just had their coach fired and is being coached by Romeo Cornell, who is lost at like every team in football. I, I'm taking taking Jacksonville. I'll go Jacksonville, but I am a little worried. That team seemed to really hate Bill O'Brien, and they're going to want to win to prove that he was the problem. The stories came out that he and J.J. Watt got into it. So Texans are going to be very motivated to have someone to point the finger to, and they're going to want to win. But I just – six points when you haven't won a game. I don't think you deserve that. And don't forget Romeo Cornell. He is lost everywhere he's gone. He's a great coordinator, but he's never been a great head coach. But, Brad? Um, I don't appreciate the Romeo Cornell uh, disrespect. He is a former WKU assistant coach, maybe player. Uh, we did a fact check that we don't have to get into that right now. But Definitely. they fired the coach. Uh, Texans are six-point underdogs. The Romeo Cornell, a.k.a. WKU effect, is going to carry them to a at least seven-point victory. Go Tops. I did not know. I did not know Romeo Cornell went to Western. Is that right? So that's that's where he well, went? he helped coach. I'm not, I'm not 100% confident he if he played there or not, uh, maybe. But he, Drew, you're saying he did. I'm saying he, he definitely did, there, and I think he, for sure. He was an assistant. He, he played there, and then he was a graduate assistant. Yeah, there we go. Hmm. Yeah, so go tops. There you go. I didn't know. Go that. Texans. Romeo Cornell. Uh, cover. All right, Jay. Where art thou, Romeo? I'm with B Young here. I'm I'm all Houston in this. I think they rally, and uh, Deshaun Watson has a big game here. All right, uh, let's do two more NFL, and we'll call it uh, call it a day. Let's. This should drop before tonight's game, so we'll see if we – Tampa Bay at Chicago. This game started Tampa Bay minus five and a half. It's currently at three and a half. I'm a Bears fan. I think we suck, um, even though we're three and one. So I'm going all Tampa Bay. I mean, I, this is another one. I would pick Tampa Bay so that if we win, I can still feel good. But uh, I, I don't even know why the Bears are three and a half. Is the game in Chicago or is it in Tampa? It's in Chicago. Chicago. Well, that helps some, but uh, um, I'm still taking Tampa Bay. I just don't think we're any good. I don't think – I actually oddly think Nick Foles might be worse than Mitchell Trubisky, but, like, you can't go back to Trubisky now. So, I'm taking Tampa. It's weird. When you watch Tom Brady, there are moments where he looks great, and then there are moments where he looks like Drew playing. And I don't really know which is correct. Maybe it's just getting used to a new team, and Gronkowski, you know, is not the same Gronk. So nevertheless, I'm still taking Tampa Bay. What do you got? For me, it's kind of I'm, – I'm actually going to bet this. It's kind of what it's going to be when I get off here and see what it is. If I could have gotten it at five and a half, I would have uh, probably taken the Bears, honestly. But if it gets all the way down to three, you say it's three and a half now, that's going to talk me into Tampa Bay. I, I see Tampa Bay winning it probably by uh, anywhere from three to a touchdown. So um, three and a half, I take the Bears. Three, I take Tampa Bay. Brad. Um, I bet it right when it came out at five and a half. Um, I hate Tom Brady, but my son's name is Brady, and I do love him. Um, but I'm nervous that it dropped down to three and a half. But I think definitely the 
the uh, Tampa Bay will cover at three and a half. That's my. So you have Tampa Bay, but you need five and a half. Yeah. I got nervous. I thought it would go up, so I bet it right when it went around. I saw it at five and a half because I thought that was low, and then it went the other way, so that made me a little nervous. But I still think they'll cover. I don't think the Bears are good, and I think uh, Brady's getting more in a rhythm. And shout out to my son Brady for the uh, Brady lock of the week at three at three and a half for sure. I'm I I don't even know what the Bears are good at. Like, I watch every game. Their defense is okay, but it's not great. Their offense, they can't run the ball consistently. They can't throw consistently. Their kicker's kind of bad. Like, I don't really know why. I have no idea why we're three and one, but go ahead. I forgot. Plus, I forgot my Khalil Mack jersey, so I'm going to have to watch the game without the jersey on, and that's going to be bad Curtis, mojo for Curtis Enos isn't walking through that door, so they're definitely going to lose for sure. Well, he was terrible too, but uh, Jay, what do you think? This one kind of baffles me. I'm all Tampa Bay here. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is really good. Um, and with all the – what's going on with the quarterback situation in, in Chicago, um, I'm all Tampa Bay here. Uh, yeah. Last game, we're going to go with Monday Night Football. L.A. Chargers with their new quarterback, Justin Herbert, against New Orleans. New Orleans is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm not sure if New Orleans is good either. Uh, you know, they, they, they've actually played pretty well coming back against Detroit. And I was very adamant on ESPN about picking New Orleans. And so Joe Fortenbaugh was talking trash to me the whole game, and I was cheering the Saints to come back so I could tell Fortenbaugh to Fort need it, and I did. But I also just don't think they're very good, and I think the Chargers are surprisingly frisky. So I'm going to take the Chargers, maybe not to win, but to cover in that game. Drew, what do you have? Yeah, I've been down on Drew Brees. Just seems like every uh, every time we do this show, the Saints aren't what I thought they'd be. Herbert looked good in his first game. Uh, I mean, they played the Chiefs tight a couple weeks ago. I think they can keep it close. Saints will win. I'll take the Chargers to cover. All right, Brad. Um, Chargers have a former WKU topper, Forrest Lamp, as a lineman. But I think the Saints are starting to – show what they really are um i think they'll cover even though i'm not 100 i'm not super confident but if i had to pick out big saints for sure helicopter all right jay I, I think the saints are showing who they are and i don't know that they're that as good as people thought they were going to be um man if you if i can get that seven and a half that extra half point i'm really big on i'm going to go with la chargers there Totally agree. All right. Well, there you go. So, uh, first of all, thank you very much to Brad, the Goldferg uh, nominee. We really appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for coming up with Sean Farnham as a face. Since Thank you for looking like him, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. I appreciate all that you guys do. And it was a pleasure to be here. So, thank you, guys. Well, we enjoyed having you as well and getting to see your vacation in the background. Um, Jay, think about uh, other restaurants to add. And remember, everybody, two things. First of all, if you get a chance, uh, download the uh, Andrew Yang podcast. Even if you don't want to listen to it, I get it. But like, it makes me look good if we get a lot of downloads and that'll help with book sales, et cetera. So even if you like, like, Matt, I can't listen to you anymore, just download it. And then they'll never know if you listen to it or not. And then secondly, but if you like that kind of thing, even you, Jay, like Mr. Republican, I actually think you would enjoy it. Feel free to jump in and say you would. I will download it for you, Matt. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jay. And uh, also remember to write Sean Farnham if Indianapolis wins and just profusely thank him, Drew. That would be a nice way to go.
Yeah, they got a cover though, right? Were they the favorite? Yeah, I just win. I think it was just, but it was just one Coles, point, wasn't it? Colts one and a half points. One, one and a half. Yeah. So as long as they win by more than one point, we write Sean. And if they win and by listen, one or lose, of, do we like get upset? It. We don't write them. We're not. No, no, no. We're not. We're, we're not trolls here. We're only like helpful people. And let me just say this: if any of you tell him what's going on, I will seek you out, and I don't know what I'll do, but it won't be pleasant. So, uh, hopefully, Drew, no one would do that. Free money, we're a tight-knit group here. We're all here to better our life financially. We're all on the same team as we're doing it, and why would anyone throw mess that up and throw it away by going behind our back, Sean Farnham? Don't In do honor it. of Jay and Lyndon's republicanism, I'll say we're a thousand points of light, and we all come together to make the wonderful nature of America. I got to see Jay and Lyndon's face, and that was pretty amazing. So thank you for that, more so than anything. Jay, you have great hair, by the way. How old are you? 49. You have great hair. Where is, like, I envy your hair. Where's the Lyndon? Lyndon's in uh, Louisville. It's a section of you. Okay. But, Jay, I mean, I want to I compliment you. You have great hair. My wife thinks so, well, too. She is correct. We'll see you all later. This has been Free Money. <laughs>